Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. And Mavis says, please can you mention the years of thousands of rockets and exploding balloons that uh, have traumatized Israeli children and adults? Uh, Mavis, that is the, you know, you sound like a very nice person, I'm sure. But the reality is that somebody that hates and that hates Zionists in their view, uh, and uh, which really does mean Jews and anyone living in Israel and supporting Israel, doesn't care. They don't care. It doesn't. It's just a thing to say to them. It doesn't mean anything that Israeli kids have been traumatized, that Israeli children have been killed, murdered over the last number of years by rockets, by terror and, and all they've had to endure. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't even help really because they don't feel it. And, uh, and that is a very, very big problem. It's, it's talking about this communication and how we actually have these conversations, which, which makes it a very, very difficult one. Ash Obel is a former journalist at the Times of Israel. And we wanted to get his input on having these conversations because there was a very, very interesting one that took place in Australia on Australian TV. There was furious backlash that erupted against ABC um, after it was uh, after it aired a discussion. A very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I'm okay. How are you? I am well, thank you. Right. So, just take us through take us through what happened for those of us that weren't aware of this program. Okay. So, there's a program in Australia where I am now, actually, called Q and A, and that. Um, question and answers, and that uh, airs on the Australian uh, government broadcaster on the channel ABC. Right. Um, and it's a panel a panel show every week that just delves into sort of current issues. So this past week on Monday night over here, um, there was a panel exclusively dedicated to dealing with the Israel-Palestine conflict, the Israel-Hamas war, um, and that panel featured, it was, it was actually, which is a nice change, quite a balanced panel that had right. um, one or two pro-Israel voices and one or two um, quite anti-Israel voices, and then it's moderated by a, um, a, a moderator. And uh, and how did it go uh, down? So, in general, the discussion was interesting. Um, the One of the pro-Palestinian voices was um, the head of a, the peak body for Australian Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in the media a lot lately. There's been quite a few uh, unsavory stories about his past. He's got quite an ex- extensive criminal history, but um, he, you know, he obviously said some things which um, were quite disputed, and he, it's not only things he was able to say, it was a lot of the things he was unable to say. There was one particularly notable segment where one of the pro-Israel voices, a, a man named Mark Liebler, well-respected figure in the community yeah, here, um, mm-hmm. pressed the um, Palestinian voice, his name's uh, Nassim, um, uh, Nasser, sorry, mm-hmm. um, just, just to condemn Hamas, a very similar thing to what we saw yesterday, I'm sure. Your uh, yes. listeners would have seen the video of former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn 15 times <laughs> 15 being unable times. to... Um, yeah, he couldn't call them 15 terrorists. 15 times being unable to say the words, yeah. <laughs> I, I condemn Hamas, or I call right. Hamas a terrorist Terrible organization. Process. It was a similar thing. He got he got asked about five times, one by Mark Liebler, the, one of the pro-Israel voices, but also moderator pressed it as well to her credit. Um, and she pressed him on this issue, and he just was physically unable to say the words, um, I... You know, condemn Hamas as a terrorist organization. That was probably one of the um, most notable mm, moments mm. of the program. 
It's incredible. So, so the, what is the, you know, this whole thing is, is fascinating because discourse is so difficult. One of our listeners in the intro said, can't we just, you know, we just need to remind people that, because I got a tweet this morning, um, I got a tweet this morning, uh, basically saying, after witnessing the indiscriminate murder of thousands of children, if you support Israel, how much of an evil racist are you? And I responded, why? Why racist? Maybe I just don't like kids. Uh, but the because because how do you have discourse on that? Like what is that? You know how do you even go back on that uh, that kind of a statement? There is no discussion. It, it's it's just it's just throwing throwing things out there, and there's so much of that, you know. And whether it's on Twitter, which we think is the the worst, I'm not even sure that it is, because when you look at a a conversation like this, and people can't acknowledge any pain on other on the other side of it, well, then we've got a problem, and and it it does in a way. <laughs> In in a way, it it kind of makes this whole thing a bit pointless dialogue, doesn't it? Uh, it yeah, look, I mean, depends on the the platform. Like you said, social media can has only really proved itself to be getting worse, and and really not a platform for constructive dialogue. I think one of the the aims of this program I was referring to before Q and A is actually to to have dialogue. provide a rare outlet mm. where mm. that kind of dialogue can happen. Um, but even then you see same, same thing with, uh, on Piers Morgan when you can't even, you can't even get on the same page with what we're dealing with is a terrorist organization that, you know, did that. I don't need to go over the things that they did to, to horrific. Um, when you can't even get on the same page with that, it's very difficult to even take the next step in a dialogue and, ha- and have a further conversation when, you know, you can't even agree on the basic right, premise. Right. And Australia, we know, has had very, I mean, as everywhere in the world, I'm not, uh, it's not only Australia, everywhere in the world has had very, very real, um, challenges with anti-Semitism, with this, this, yeah. um, you know, very, very aggressive, hateful left. Uh, it, 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 in a way, it shut, had, we've been taught to shut down. Uh, they've been taught that they can shut down conversations. In other words, attack the attack the person, not have a conversation, and and it we've now trying to pull that back. And I, I don't. Do you think? Do you think we are making progress in that regard? Um, <laughs> I wish I could be more optimistic. I mean, it, it's shutting down more than conversation. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, I'm sure. I know a lot of the South African community have family over here. Like I was in a shul on yes. Friday night. I, I'm, I live in Israel, but I'm visiting mm-hmm. family and friends here. Um, and I'd be, I got back on Thursday. You know, I've been in Jerusalem the last, since this thing broke out mm-hmm. on October 7. And I was back in Melbourne. I'm in shul. I was actually davening, praying at Awesome Student. I know you have Awesome Student in South Africa. Yes, we also we have here. Um, and, you know, before the Khalodi, uh, security come in and say the protesters are coming down the road. We need to evacuate the shul. So, the irony for me, being an Israeli citizen, having spent five, six weeks wow. since the war broke out in wow. Israel and then coming wow. to Australia and being here for 24 hours and being evacuated from a shul because protesters, um, Palestinian protesters, and actually the, the pro-Palestinian voice on the uh, TV show that I was referring to before, he actually referred to it, um, that protest as an anti-racism vigil, which rightly so he got called out for by the moderator on the program because, you know, Hundreds of pro-Palestine protesters come to the middle of Caulfield, you know, our version of Glen mm, Hazel, mm, mm. to have a protest over here, and then call that an anti-racism vigil was almost uh, 
I'm loving your. I'm, um, I'm not ignoring your South African references. The fact that you know that that uh, Glenn Hazel, you've got many South African connections. There's absolutely no doubt. I, do, in, uh, I visited in January. Ah, okay. So, uh, so that is uh, that. That is. I'm just thinking. You know, we know about Caulfield, but very, very few people living in Israel from Australia will know about Glenn Hazel. So exa- exactly right. That what they do. You know what that is. Is you know, and you can't say anti-Zionist is not anti-Semitism when you protest and shut a shul down, shut a prayer service down. Uh, we had a Christian prayer service shut down in Cape Town on Sunday as well with the same thing, people bearing um, ISIS and uh, Hamas flags, uh, or, you know, uh, it, it shut down a, a Christian prayer service praying for the hostages. So you can't talk about it not being, um, you know, only being about Zionism. It's very, very much more than that. And that is the trouble and that is the challenge that we are having uh, thank you for bringing us that perspective and uh, that conversation. It's not an easy one as we try and plot our way forward in a ch- world that has changed since October the 7th. Ash, Ash Obel, who is a former journalist at the Times of Israel, talking to us from Australia about the Australian program where these issues were aired.